Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, fellow gamers. We are the Video Gamers Podcast, and we are ready to talk about This Week in Gaming, covering biggest video game news over the last seven days. We hope that everyone out there is having a great holiday season. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he has raised over $644 million to make a video game to release in 2014, but he's still not done delaying it. It's Josh. I would just like to say, Ryan and Paul, you guys are about to have a great Christmas. Because right. with all this money I have, you're both yeah. getting a bath towel, boys. <laughs> well, it's obviously wait. not going to the game, right? Yeah. Well, no, no. <laughs> it's going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. And then joining Josh and me, you can find him wrangling crocodiles and twerking on top of cars around Vice City. It's Ryan. Oh, yes. I'm so ready to twerk, baby. Wait, I get to be the, 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 the filthy rich guy and Ryan gets to be the guy having fun? You ain't got this dumb truck. <laughs> Ryan, I, I, I feel like we should make a parody video where we drive around with you on the hood of my car twerking <laughs> in the style of uh, G- GTA 6. I am 100% down. I actually, I wish I still had my old convertible from when I was a teenager. Ooh, the Mustang? Yeah, the old Mustang. We could have done it. You had a convertible? I had a 91 5.0 GT Mustang. Dude, I had a Firebird when I was in high school, and I thought I was like the bomb because I had like a sports car. (laughs) You know, it was the biggest hunk of junk. Broke down all the time. Couldn't even get my friends to ride with me on the weekends because they'd be like, nah, man, your car's just going to break down on us. (laughs) We're not going with you, bro. Yeah. Wow, you guys were way cooler than me. I had a, a Geo Metro, a Honda Civic, uh, a Toyota the, Camry. Dude, I remember the Geo Metro <laughs> with the tape cassette yeah. so we could play the iPod, like the oh, little converter. Yeah. This, this is way before some of your times, oh, oh children out there. That Geo Metro <laughs> ruled. All right, for our listeners out there, you can find us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. And we would also like to ask everyone to consider supporting our show on Patreon. We rely on listener support to stay afloat. People who sign up get all kinds of perks, probably most notably bonus episodes twice a month. If you want to go check it out, you can visit MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, fellas. Big week for news. We have a lot to cover here. The first trailer for GTA 6 dropped on Monday. As of this recording, the trailer has not even been out 24 hours, and it already has over 80 million views. Oh my Um, gosh. I know, right? It's insane. 
I think it's fair to say GTA 6 is one of, if not the most anticipated video game titles out there. Uh, we got to see a little bit of setup with the main protagonist. We got to see a lot of the environment and Vice City where the game takes place. I thought it was a pretty sweet trailer. What were your guys' takeaways now that we've seen it? So I actually watched it about three or four times. Um, the first time I watched it, I think I was just in like a little bit of like shock that it's like mm-hmm. we're watching GTA six. Like the, and so I, I don't know that I processed it real well. And then, so I went back and I watched it again. I really started looking for like the little details and stuff like that. I am freaking hyped, man. Uh, like, yeah. There's just so much that I saw in this that it's, it's hard to know where to begin. And the thing that I keep wondering is where are they going with all of it? Because, you know, people are talking about the graphics. They're talking about how much stuff's going on on the screen. They're talking about the animations and, you know, the, the protagonists and all this stuff. And then, you know, like we're, you see it and it's a spectacle, right? Like that's what they wanted. It's, it just gives you that vibe. But then at the same time, it's kind of like, this is the tip of the iceberg. Like, yeah. This is freaking rock star. You know, like this is not like that's this trailer is nothing, man, compared to what this game is actually gonna be. And so that's where like my brain starts just trying to go down that rabbit hole of like, you know, they're they're showing like the social media clips, right? Where it's like people are live streaming, like the person twerking on the car, and then they've got the grouchy old lady that's yelling at him and stuff, and it's like this is gonna be in the game and is going to be some insanely cool mechanic or just something we've never seen before and how they approach this. Like I, I fully believe that to be honest, like with as long as this game has been in development, like I can't imagine that this is going to just feel like one of the older GTAs. I am as excited as Josh is. I, I was looking it up too. There's over 700 thousand comments just on the video and it's only been out a couple days right so like people are excited about this people are ready unfortunately we won't get it for quite a while but you know rockstar they're gonna put so many details and fine little points throughout this game that people will find after hundreds and hundreds of hours there's gonna be so much unfortunately that's why we have to wait so long but yeah i i am i am beyond excited i think all the stuff that they're gonna do just trust in Rockstar. I, eventually, one day, I'll get to play. I'll get to play Grand Theft Auto again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> twenty twenty five, right? We'll uh, see. Hopefully, sooner if than later lucky. in in the year. Yeah, I think there's a few things here. First of all, setting the game in a modern day Vice City, which is clearly a stand in for Miami and Florida. I mean, yeah. that's no secret. Florida is the perfect setting for oh. the ridiculousness of oh, GTA. So good. Seeing like, you know, the 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 uh, the uh alligator wrangler yeah. in the backyard pool, all this stuff just works so perfectly well with GTA. I love the fact that you're going to be able to get the big city stuff but also kind of go out into the wild and the swamps. The fact that you do see those like TikTok style clips has me very excited because one of my favorite things in GTA was always just driving around listening to the radio. Yeah. yeah. And some of the funniest stuff would be on the radio or by um, using Nico and GTA 4 to access the internet. If they have built into this game something where they have like made their own fake TikToks that you can scroll through or something like that, 
I could see that being very funny. I have no doubt they'll build social media into the story, like the way you saw like all the Facebook stuff in GTA five. But, oh, man, I, I can't wait to see all this stuff. I love including more animals, too. Like, how great was it in Red Dead 2 to be able to, like, feed people to the alligators oh, yeah. and oh, interact yeah. with all the animals? It seems like we're going to get that a little bit more in 6. Oh, for yeah. sure. Especially, like, speaking of the TikToks, if if they somehow are able to make it to where your actions end up on, like, a TikTok that's, feed. Yeah. Yeah. If Dude, they can do that, and then you're like... Oh, that's what I just did over here. You know, this look, check this out, you know, and you just see a guy robbing a car or like stealing something or going through the bank or something crazy like that. That's going to be, it's just going to, it's going to be just next level. I'm so beyond excited and I'm so sad that I'm going to have to wait 10 years for this. I'm, <laughs> I know it sounds goofy, but I'm fine waiting because honestly, what they showed off and what we saw in the leak that happened, what was that, eight months ago, Paul? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, where we they, they they had the gameplay leak and they actually showed it off. I mean, the game looks already like it's... I mean, most games would release right now and then just try to patch it, you know? But they're saying, hey, 2025 for the release date, fine. Polish the heck out of this thing for the next two years because you know it's going to be mid-2025 or late even for Christmas season or something. So we're probably two years out still. I'm a-okay with that, man. Honestly, as much as I want to play this game... It's just one of those, I, this is going to be revolutionary. Like, honestly, that's what I got from the trailer because the trailer is just to get us hyped, but that's what I was pointing at. And Ryan, I think you hit the nail on the head. You being able to record video in the game and witness these situations and have a TikTok for them is going to be incredible because, I mean... Look at all the games like Lethal Company, right? You, you, you know, you see one on TikTok or something, and then now all of a sudden you're getting just tons of these funny situations and feeds. People finding these insane moments that are actually happening in GTA 6 and then sharing them, like that's that's a viral thing all in of its own, apart from just how successful the game's gonna be. So the content that this game is gonna generate is is gonna be insane. Yeah. Absolutely. And the fact that there's just so many people in the streets, I went back and watched the GTA five announcement trailer out of curiosity. I was wondering, like, did they kind of overpromise it? It pretty well accurately shows what we got with GTA five. So knowing that and rewatching six and thinking there's probably going to be areas of the city that are this populated at night, it's going to be packed. I felt like in this trailer, you get a real sense of culture with like the different people groups that got me really excited. Um, since the game doesn't come out until 2025, Josh, you've got plenty of time to save up and buy a PS five. I, we just covered literally <laughs> just covered. What's the, what's a game that you bought a console or built a PC to play. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not GTA, man. I, I mean, dude, come on. <laughs> I, I jokingly said I'm gonna have to borrow one of y'all's PS5s, and then you both were like, <laughs> "Yeah, right, no." <laughs> not for <laughs> a while. Just shot me down instantly. Whereas normally, you guys are like, "Yeah, that's cool, man." Yeah, I might wind up buying a PS5 for this. Yeah, unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait a couple years for the PC port. Not <sighs> shocked. Rockstar Damn. does this. I still want Red Dead One on PC, but this you is know. I, I will save bummer. the listeners, but Ryan and Paul had to listen to me whine for a solid five minutes straight a about bit, how yeah. GTA six <laughs> is not releasing on PC and I'll save everybody else, but I am upset at that. 
I'm dude, not just, surprised by it, I'm, but I'm yeah, still upset. Just, just sad. Buy the system, dude. <laughs> I'll you're gonna buy get, it. You're going to get hundreds and hundreds oh, of hours. Well, and then there's got to be the multiplayer aspect too. So the three oh, of us yeah. just tooling around, acting like fools too, is sounds like a good time. Oh yeah, eventually, yeah. Having having a new GTA Online will be so much fun. All right, so now that we talked a little bit about Rockstar, who we all love, I think we all trust them to a certain degree. Oh yeah. Let's move on to Blizzard, which has really only oh, been going sorry. downhill these last few years. All right. So about a week ago, some news broke that Blizzard had sent out a confidential survey to gauge interest around different tiers and different price points for Diablo 4 DLC. Now, the, the, the survey was supposed to be confidential, but it did leak. It kind of got out there. There were four different tiers they were looking at with various rewards the lowest was a price of $50, and it worked its way up to the high, high price of $100. Now, guys, we've said this 100 times before. We know making video games is a business. You have to make money. We know that. I'm less concerned about the exact dollar amounts. Rather, it's the mindset here that I hate. The mindset is not about brand loyalty, making good games, and have repeat customers. It really just does seem like the entire focus is how much can we price gouge to maximize our profit and everything else is secondary. I don't like this trend. I don't like the fact that the survey went out. It kind of tells you everything you need to know about blizzard, at least in my opinion. I, I blizzard is on my poopy developer list at this <laughs> They're point. They're on the naughty list for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, <laughs> I, I mean, I mentioned it before, but I removed uh, and you, you got to understand, I love blizzard games. Like overwatch is the, the heydays of Overwatch 1 are some of the greatest gaming moments. Hearthstone, you know, we're going to talk about an RTS game, but like back in the day, you had StarCraft and WarCraft and those sorts of things too. But lately, and this is really sad, but Blizzard went from making games to be fun to making games to make money. And that is the biggest problem. And it's never been more evident than it is today. I mean, we saw this with the $40 Moira skin. We covered that. It's just there are so many things that are falling into place with Blizzard that just makes me go, I don't need to play these games and I don't want to support what is happening anymore. You know, and and, and so I just re I just deleted it. I'll find other stuff to play, man. And those were my go-tos. But this is just a very, very cruddy situation where they have completely lost their way. They've completely lost the focus on let's make fun games that gamers enjoy. And it is just all about how do we soak money out of people? How can we wring them dry? And I just, I hate it. I despise it. And this survey, did, you said it started at $50, Paul? <laughs> that was the cheapest. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, two of the tiers did include the base game that I have less heartburn about that. That harkens back to like the old battle chess days. Do you guys remember yeah. you'd go oh, to Best Buy? Yeah, I remember the battle I loved the battle yeah, chess. You'd see man. Diablo two, like, like destruction, be like two the big old wide, box. You get like yeah. a huge yeah. box. Now, if you're, so if you're going to package Diablo four and the DLC and charge me like 60 bucks, fine sure but the but the hundred dollar option is just all about premium currency and giving you extra inventory room and you can use this legendary weapon a week before anyone else has access that i don't i don't like this kind of stuff i don't like that trend in gaming no remember when you know the expansion this is a way back but it was like 15 dollars. you know it was like cheaper than the oh, yeah, game yeah 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 
Like yeah. the expansion was cheaper than the game. Now they're just coming out, just seeing whatever they can do to make money. It's it's like a lot of these. Obviously, you know, back before gaming is as big as it is today. Um, my wife actually sent me something uh, to where I think it was saying that the gaming industry makes more money than the film and music industry combined. Yes. Yep, it so does. That's there's, crazy. There is so much money in gaming now to where these developers know that. And they're not like, hey, you know, we're going to make this a passion project. We love this game. We want you to love it, too. It's let's just get some money. How much money can we get out of this? How much, you know, dollars, cents, and and just black and white. You know, once you get all that stuff in, once you get investors, once you once you get to a big, big time company, that's when it kind of goes off the rails. And then you just lose that, that core of what it is for. Because that's what we all loved is just... A passion project from a developer trying to deliver us an amazing game that we would love and enjoy, and we don't get that very but, much anymore. But the problem is that still works. Like this is the part that kills me, right? Is like I, I just today was on Twitter, and then the creator of Bopple made a post and said, "I went from ten thousand subscribers to a hundred thousand subscribers in the last week." Wow. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, you deserve that. You made a fun game and you charged like what? Nine dollars for Ten. it? How much was Bopple? Yeah. Ten bucks. <laughs> Ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. But you're, if 100,000 people bought Bopple Battle, this dude is rolling in cash right now, yeah. you know, because he made something that was fun. Look at Lethal Company. The Lethal Company is outselling Starfield right now. You know, it's like things like that. So it's like, well, the people that made Lethal Company are laughing their way to the bank. Valheim. You know, that was what, a four-man team? Four or five developers that made Valheim smash yeah, it of the year? Yeah. You you can make a lot of money if you make fun games. Like, it does not have to be this super predatory model that we see from Blizzard and EA. Does it work for them? Yes, it does. But it also works for people that make fun video games that gamers enjoy. We will buy them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'll we'll pay our money. You give me a fun game to play and you get my cash for it, man. Well, and those things are working for now. Like back in the day, we were all Blizzard enthusiasts where oh, you would buy everything they made. You and all your friends would talk about it and spread the word and everyone loved it. We have passed that point a very long time ago. There's very few developers that we feel passionate about. Larian Studios is one of them. Um Rockstar. May, Honestly, uh, maybe I mean maybe Rockstar. And maybe CD Projekt Red. Although really with the cyberpunk fiasco at release, they've done a marvelous job at patching everything up. But it's like, I, I don't know if it's going to work out long term. Buyers just have to start voting with their wallets. Put your wallet down. Don't buy pre-orders. Don't give in to early access. You know, uh, there there's something to be said. I don't have an issue with DLC and things of that nature. But you have to have a working product first. And then you can move on from there. And I think that's a great teaser because we're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back and talk about another game that we're waiting for. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, guys. Next next news story here. 
Oh boy! All right, that was Star a transition. Citizen. That was such a transition, <laughs> dude. All right, I, I will preface this section by saying, I know about the cult of Star Citizen. I know many of you out there love it. I have I have kept the game at arm's length. I'll preface this by saying that I am not a Star Citizen expert. I will peek in on tech demos and stuff every now and again. I've never actually played it. Josh, you're probably the most knowledgeable about Star Citizen. I love poking fun at it because it's very low-hanging fruit, all right? But guys, the way that this game has been developed is just so freaking weird. All right, so the news that came out this week is that Star Citizen had its best 24 hours of crowdfunding ever, and they brought in $3.5 million. Now, to give a little bit of context, this is a game that was announced in 2012 with a goal of $500,000, and they had planned for a 2014 release. Now, here we are a full decade later. They have raised $644 million (laughs) of funding. Like, you could make, like, what, two Avengers movies? Maybe three on this kind of budget? There's still no official release date. So, Josh, since you're kind of the most knowledgeable and I know you've played it, why do people keep forking over money for Star Citizen? And why do we not have a release date yet? Okay, so number one, I played a a demo of Star Citizen like three years ago where it let you just fly around. Like you could kind of get in a ship and see how cool the graphics and the animations and stuff were. Um, but I have not played it in, in since then, to be honest with you. What I have done is gone down the rabbit hole of watching all of the videos that came out recently. Um, I know we, we have a few listeners that are very passionate about Star Citizen and have actually played it a good bit, have helped test it, um, you know, that kind of thing. You know, so this this view is coming from what I think is the standard gamer viewpoint, right? Like, that's what we are. We're gamers. Like, we we kind of approach things from that viewpoint. And for me, Star Citizen is just that, oh, yeah, this is the game that has the a budget higher than Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and yet there's still nothing to really do out there. And I know that people have said, well, you're wrong. And I'm the first to admit that I'm wrong. But again, just is just the general public gamer viewpoint, you know, I, I, and so I will say that I am super impressed by what they have released lately. We did not cover Starcon uh, on the game or on the podcast because we were covering other games and things like that. But we have chatted at length about that. I I think the demo that they showed where it was 20 minutes of just seamless flying around from space to a planet to taking off to space and, you know, no loading screens. Yeah, no loading screens. Insane like type stuff, clouds and water. And they're showing all this interaction and all this stuff is super neat, dude. But that looks like a tech demo to me. You know, it still remains to be seen. Where's the fun? And again, we've had listeners that have shared highlights and, you know, you know, one of them robbed another player while the guy was looking for him in a ship. And I'm like, I want to be a space pirate. Like, this is what I want to do. So <laughs> it sounds really fun to me. The issue with Star Citizen is, I think what you said, Paul, and the way that I generally feel, and I think the way that the majority of people feel, whether it's ignorance or not, is that this game is just never going to come out. This is just a, like, almost like a scam. I know there are many, many people that have called this a scam. And said that they're developing a tech demo and that that's it. They're just running away with $640 million. Now, I don't believe that's the case. But again, I think that there's a lot of people that do. What I will say in regards to this is if Star Citizen comes out 
with the tech that is behind it, with the world and the, the all the stuff that you can do behind it, I do genuinely feel like this could be the next biggest thing in gaming since World of Warcraft. Now, will that happen? I'm not betting on it. I think, you know, <laughs> that's a bold <laughs> that's statement, the, man. That's the part I really don't know. <laughs> you know, like, but if it does, and we have people that we have chatted with that say, dude, it's happening. I'm playing it right now. I'm telling you it's coming. You know, and we kind of just go like, I'll believe it when I see it. And that's my stance. I'll believe it when I see it. Here's the thing, though. How many hundreds of gamers do we know? I mean, so many gamers. How many people do you know who love Star Citizen? One. It's like it's like (laughs) one or two. Like, is this not the most expensive project that no one talks about unless you're in the cult? If you're in the cult of Star Citizen, that's all you talk about and watch and consume and you know everything about it and you're familiar with all the features being promised and, and how far they've come in the last nine years. But I just don't understand how they can raise so much money and everyone just forks it over again and again and it's just promise after promise and we're just nowhere near a finished game. Like I watched this video and they said, I guess there's like one moon pyro and the second one is going to release soon. And then maybe a third after that, it just seems like they have such a long way to go. Although I will say the squadron 42 stuff is what sticks out to me for being the most interesting. That's an actual playable campaign. The multiplayer stuff to me sounds so far away from being done I am way more interested in playing a campaign with voice actors like Mark Hamill and Gary Oldman and stuff like that. I'm that I will definitely check out the multiplayer stuff. I, I am not holding my breath. That's for sure. Dude, Paul, do you know how much goes into making a moon? Yeah. Come on, man. Do you know how much the Death Star yeah, costs yeah. to make? The, the, these are, <laughs> they had to make two of them too. Yeah. They had to, they had to make two. I, I think too, like, I think maybe we should start a development group and we can make a game and do some crowdfunding. Ooh, this seems like a very, I, I like this. This is a very good, uh, maybe lucrative. Obviously, everything will be invested back into the game. Of so, course, uh, of course, of course. Yeah. So yeah, just we'll, we'll just we'll, work on it for thirty years and collect a yeah. salary and and not produce. Imagine, imagine if I came to you guys. And said, I'm pitching the idea for the best TV show of all time. It's going to be a thousand episodes in season one. It's going to have drama, comedy, horror, parody, uh, music videos, animation. It's all in there. We're going to hire all the best actors. I'm going to film it on every continent of the world. And this is going to be the greatest show of all time. And I collect $644 million. (laughs) And nine years later, I'm like, I filmed the first 19 episodes. Don't they look promising? Like, wouldn't you feel a little bit cheated out of your money? And I think that's how a lot of people at least view Star Citizen from the outside. I, I don't know what else to say beyond that. Yeah, I will say that Squadron, just you know, to put it out there, because we do like to be accurate in what we talk about, Squadron 42 is what they call feature complete. So the game is done. They're just spending, I believe it's the next year polishing it, but it is set for a 2024 full release for Squadron 42. Now, Squad- it is believed. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, <laughs> believe it when you see it kind of thing. But so, but that is just one portion of the game. Yeah, and, that's just the campaign. Right. And I, I will say this, to me, having this giant space sandbox where you can rob other people and, and be a space pirate... And, you know, fly down to planets and explore things and all that. 
to me, that's the multiplayer aspect. That's what I want to experience with you guys, you know, is what kind of shenanigans can we get into? That's the longevity part of the game. I've, I mean, how many first person shooter campaigns have we played? I love uh, shenanigans. You know, a, a, a gajillion of them, right? So it's like, what is Squadron 42 going to do that is going to knock my socks off other than be technically advanced? Which I like tech. Like, that says a lot to me. And I know that they've got, you know, famous actors and it's going to be insanely polished and high end and all that stuff. And again, I, it gets me excited. But Squadron 42 is not the reason that I am interested in Star Citizen overall. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's a great pitch and you hear these things like persistent universe. So if I shoot you dead on this moon, Josh, your bones will be there for forever. That's cool in theory, but what's the game plan? How are you, you going to get right. people together? Why, why are we fighting or how's that going to work? We all know from Starfield how big these planets can be. That's fine and dandy. You can, you can give me a giant world to play in, but you got to actually have gameplay to make it work together. Yeah, I, I will end this story with one hilarious quote in hindsight. So the guy, Chris Roberts, who is the director of Star Citizen, in 2012, he said, we're already one year in. Another two years puts us at three total, which is ideal. Any more and things would start to get stale. <laughs> and that's what he said nine years ago. Nine years Ladies ago. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2023. Oh, sorry. 11 years ago. He said yeah. it in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. 11 year old quote, oh, man. Wow. All right. <laughs> I know we're very quickly running out of time, but we got to touch on one last story. I'm a little bit more excited about this one. So I like ending on a little bit of a yeah. higher note. We, we talked about how we were all huge blizzard fans right we all loved starcraft was, i was i know huge <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> yeah we all loved starcraft right i know oh, i adored yeah. it ryan and i played a ton back in the day even josh you and i we've installed starcraft 2 within the last five years and you know played it again if any of our listeners have been jonesing for more sci-fi fantasy rts action there is an upcoming game called stormgate and ign highlighted it um, it's being made by Frost Giant Studios. They actually just released a big video today talking about their Kickstarter. This is a company that was actually founded by former Blizzard devs who did work on StarCraft and Warcraft. IGN says it's probably the closest thing we'll ever get to StarCraft 3. I watched a lot of video footage here today. I will say I was surprised at how quick the nostalgia kicked in. Yes. Like oh, when you yeah. click on a yes. unit <laughs> and you hear their voice. And they start playing, and I was like, oh, man, I miss RTS games. It's been just so long since they were in fashion. But how do you guys feel about the state of Stormgate being that it pretty much just looks exactly like StarCraft just being re-released now? I, I'm i excited. I don't want to be excited because there's a part of me that just goes, you're just making StarCraft again. I like, can still play StarCraft. Yeah, if I like wanted. I can play StarCraft still, but then I see the game, and and you're right, Paul. Like the nostalgia started kicking in, and I kind of went, "Man, I would totally play this like right now if I could." Um, I think it's hilarious. I, I mean, I'll poke fun at the game a little bit that they can't have the Zerg, so they have the. Um, the infernal. the infernal, right? And it's like, dude, this is exactly the same thing. They're, no Zerg rush? Are you yeah. telling me no Zerg rush? Well, no, you get the infernal rush, Ryan. So, <laughs> oh, you know, there you go. Zerg's taken. You can't call him Zerg. But I, I, I'll be honest. I got no problem with this mirroring StarCraft. StarCraft was my favorite RTS that I ever played. I played a lot of it. I am terrible at RTS games. And I generally shy away from games I'm really, really bad at. 
But I'll play this game in a heartbeat, dude. You can tell it, it, it. I mean, they did this weird thing where they did the alphas and now they're doing a Kickstarter because they want to move into the betas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is like most people just do a Kickstarter, take all your money and then run later on, you know. And, and so, I, you know, I think that this is actually going to benefit these guys. They have a pedigree that is phenomenal. Uh, again, all prior Blizzard devs worked on StarCraft. They have um, people that do esports because they're already trying to make this like an esport and stuff like that. I, you know, does it look super similar? Yes, it does. Will I play it? Yes, I will. <laughs> it's free to play, so like I think we'll all try it out yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. There, there's got to be. I mean, y- you look and there, there. You want at least some sort of difference, something that changes the game a little bit, but also you want that same feeling that brought you all that excitement and that love for it that you used to feel. So, even just watching the trailers, watching the gameplay, um, I definitely. Saint, like you guys said, I had that nostalgia instantly kick up, and then, you know, I was I was just waiting for those, you know, just the old StarCraft. Honor guide me, sting thy <laughs> beam, you know, build additional pylons. Yeah. I was a I was a Protoss guy, so like, give me those yeah. carriers and the cannons and stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I'll obviously, I'm if especially if I can play with you guys, I'll play. So. Well, there's a couple things here that I love. First of all, you can go through the campaign co-op, yes, that's what which I was is always say. great. Co-op. Yes. All right. And there's two mechanics that I really liked in watching the videos. When you play as the Infernal, one thing that's really cool is as you build your base, it has uh, the shroud that surrounds it. And as long as your units are within the shroud within your base, they start to slowly build up almost like armor. It's a it's an additional HP meter. And they said that they did that to help prevent the quick Zerg rushes from StarCraft where your matches could be over within what, like 170 seconds, you know, (laughs) where you had matches. So I thought that was neat. And I also like the fact that they said build um, units build instantaneously. Instead, your buildings build up charges and then you can unleash them all at once. So it kind of encourages you to kind of wait, build a huge army in a wave send them at once, and then a little bit later, build your next wave. And I thought that was kind of a neat idea because you're less concerned with the frantic um, uh, like actions per minute yeah. going back and forth with your base. It kind of lets you just have fun with the combat, and then when you're ready to build your next army, go for it. I actually thought that was maybe the neatest thing I saw. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, the co-op nature, number one to me, was the, the big selling point. Like I, I'm, like I said, I'm bad at these games. I tend to hyper-focus on one thing. I, I'm not good at the actions per minute and all that stuff. We'll carry you. Don't but, worry. Well, I mean, but there you go, right? Like now <laughs> it's youngins. like, okay, I'll, I can help out. You know, I, we can co-op this together. Tell me what you guys need me to do, and I can just focus on that. Um, I liked the heroes. So they have like actual heroes that can join the fray and you can control and have abilities that kind of went down that path a little bit. Um, I'm not going to get into the esports part of this game. I, you know, that's just not my jam as far as that goes. But I think they're approaching the development in a good, smart way. You know, obviously they want to make money. That's fine. None of us ever begrudge somebody trying to make money as long as that's not the focus going into the reason they're developing the game. But I, I really like what I see in this. 
you know, um, I like the co-op nature. They're talking about how they're fixing some of the pain points that people had with RTS games in the past and how it was intimidating if you couldn't do 120 actions per minute and that kind of stuff. And they're saying, hey, we're aware of that. We're trying to make this approachable for people. And for somebody like me that sucks at RTS games, that is helpful to me because it kind of goes like, well, wait, wait, maybe I can enjoy this game and have fun even if I'm not sweaty at it. Have you have you seen those those videos where those guys are just clacking Dude. away on those keyboards where there's like and they can the just fact build that they a can like highlight one unit like yeah. flank that guy use his three different special abilities switch back to these guys it, 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 it's bananas to me dude like yeah. and i know that's how you get really good but i can't fathom trying to juggle that many things at once no no way no thank you so out of curiosity after what you said josh i decided to look up how what what the APMs are for the best players of StarCraft it's like 100. 2? Oh, it's way higher it? than that, dude. Grandmasters are upwards of 300 actions per oh minute. You're talking about... Goodness. That's a freaking lot. Dude. You are clicking, what, like five times a second? I, I am like... <laughs> 20 actions per minute you know and that means yeah. so that means that's three seconds per action which i feel like is kind of fast for me and that's with josh's yeah. brain melting oh my goodness man oh that's wild yeah on the low end grandmaster is 115 that's ridiculous so yeah us we might fit into the bronze area which is uh 20 to 100 there you on, go. on average there you go <laughs> I'll take it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps everything up here for this episode today. Make sure to swing by to check out Patreon support options to help us out and get bonus episodes at multiplayersquad.com and follow us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. Thank you to everyone for listening. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. Spawn more overlords. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>